this is to get Hyterian um, collection. With get Hyterian collection, like the Hyterian collection. collection. Yeah. Uh, I never said out loud to you before. Yeah, go on. Um, this is the first podcast of ours, and we'll be reviewing Harold and Harold and Kumar get uh, goes to White Castle. It's also known as Harold and Kumar gets the munchies. Yeah, because we don't have White Castle outside of US. Yeah, I think like basically it's located in just New Jersey. Okay. Yeah. But, no. um, in Europe, we're, we're recording. No, <laughs> no White Castles. We got yeah, like, no White Castle here. Three burger chains, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, this is the Get Hyterian collection. It's similar to the Criterion collection. The Criterion collection's job is to collect what they consider the most culturally significant movies and uh, curate them and eventually distribute them. And we'll be doing that. They don't care about genre. We do. We've got a very narrow focus. We'll focus entirely on stoner flicks. Uh, yeah, I don't think they get enough recognition. Yeah. And um, like, uh, like Omar said, did I introduce myself? This is Tommy, by the way. We'll, yeah. we'll sort this all out. We'll get this all done. But Yeah, man. Early days. Um... <laughs> Early days. We're looking yes. at Harold Kumar, go to White Castle slash get the munchies. Yeah. I thought it'd be a good one to start because I think it's a culturally significant movie. What yeah. do you think? Yeah, it's okay, man. Um... Yeah, someone who worked in it went on to go for the White House and Obama's White House. So that's pretty big, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. I watched it the other day and it was quite good. It was very funny, man. Yeah. Is it your first time watching? First time watching it f- like in full. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, How did you watch it before? I tried, I watched like the first time I watched a bit of it. I didn't watch all of it, so yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So it's based around two stoners. One of them is called Harold, and he works in the office. And Kumar mm. is in a uni, and he's just Trying about to go to yeah. med school. Yeah. Mm. So one day, they they're in their, what's it um Kumar's um apartment, and they get higher, and there's an advert, um, and it comes White up Castle, yeah. White House, yeah. White Castle. It's a sim- It's a simple plot. Then, you could like, yeah. basically I like it. I like that they write the plots basically all in the title. It's just plain. These people they have like a their needs. Their primary need is to get high. Yeah, exactly. Need. Then they get, get hungry. The and then it's just everything between that and the, the eventual end of the film. I like that. Yeah. It's a simple way of like moving it along. Yeah. It's a silly film. <laughs> It is very silly. silly, but like I, I think it's part of the charm. Yeah, it's very funny as well. Yeah, I'm looking at. I got the Rotten Tomatoes up here. Okay. Yeah, and um, critics actually like uh, liked this movie when it came out. It got 74 percent in Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Which is pretty surprising for like a a film. It's got like a thing where a very loosely defined game called Battleships. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, 80% audience score. I think a lot of these uh, films we'll look at, some of them are like a well liked by critics, others not so much. We're going to have to go through all of them. We're going to go through some real stinkers of some films. Yeah, some real stinkers and some real good ones. Yeah. Well, even like a even like a bad film might be deemed culturally significant by us. Like, yeah, I swear, uh, I swear, Harold and Kumar had a few other films as well afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Next one, they go to Guantanamo Bay. Oh yeah, I've seen a bit of that. Yeah, yeah. we're not going to spoil it for you lot, <laughs> but yeah, we should be well, reviewing that as well. And then uh, they got a Christmas one as well. Oh, okay, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, yeah they they made three of them. These are popular films. Yeah, definitely. I'm able to like make quite a few of them, and um, and it kind of tackles like a kind of tackles some like political issues, some socio political issues. Deals with stereotyping, mm-hmm. both like racial stereotyping, but also like stereotypes of stoners. Yeah, and like that kind of like balance between them. They don't want to like a struggling like the, the parents want them to be overachievers and they don't quite yeah. want that to be putting them like classic like a yeah exactly second third generational immigrants like uh angst mm-hmm. and also like um being a stoner it was like the exact opposite it's like about that conflict of stereotypes mm-hmm. that makes like a and yet it's just about two guys going out to get burgers yeah, exactly. at one point they ride some kind of large jungle cat i forget which um, I think it's a raccoon or something. Neil Patrick Harris turns up. Oh yeah, the raccoon attacks them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like later on in the film. Yeah. But um, you want to go through it in order? So basically, they try to go. There's a Newcastle. Not they think <laughs> it's not Newcastle, <laughs> White Castle in New Jersey. Or saying the whole like film is set in New Jersey. Yeah, it's set in New Jersey. So what it is they get in their car, and ha- Harold brings his laptop with him, and because he's got work to do in that, and um, they try to find the first um, White Castle nearby, and it's turned into some Nets shop, and that, and Burger Shack. Burger Shack. That's it. Are you just re- recapping the whole plot? Something like that, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. It was a. Uh, I don't think it's, it takes like a lot of like just like twists and turns, so mm-hmm. it'd be a bit difficult to recap like every single thing that happens from memory. Like, yeah. It's got a kind of like weird dreamy feel to it at some point. Like, mm-hmm. it just. Every single scene, it just gets more off kilter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One thing I like to like point out, like, is immediately after watching it, I was like, "Holy shit! This is an extremely two thousands film." Yeah, it's like um, early two thousands, I think. Yeah, it's two thousand four. Yeah, that's it. It's like um, made directed by the same guy who made "Dude, Where's My Car," and it's just like. These things that happen in the film, you're like, this is a 2000s film. Like, mm-hmm. Kumar, he's got that shirt saying, like, uh, I love Bush, the pussy, not the president. Oh. 
yeah, it's a very 2000s, like, uh, <laughs> George Bush era humor. Yeah. Remember, like, they were, they were holding signs like that at, like, protests and stuff. Mm-hmm. You see, see signs saying, like, uh, some woman holding up a sign saying, the only Bush I trust is my own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Stuff like, um, those, like, old, like, marijuana kills adverts. Yeah. Do you remember them? Not really, not off bar, not from the top of my head, no. You, like, there's, like, the one that they show, they show, like, a parody of it. The guy, like, bl- gets so high, he thinks he's invincible, blows his brains out. That pretty much was a real ad that went on. Fuck, you know. <laughs> there's another one where a guy's, like, saying, it's just a joint, there's no harm in it. <laughs> then it shows, like, a bunch of terrorist shit happening. Like, yeah. you smoke weed, <laughs> 9-11 will happen mm-hmm. again. Remember that one where the two people get like just like stoned in like their in their driveway. They mm-hmm. back up and immediately hit a kid in the bike. <laughs> they really wanted to scare the shit of you out of you about like we. This is like before um, the early days of the Frank campaign. It's tried mm-hmm. to like take the opposite like approach education. No, this is just when everyone wanted to like scare the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I recommend watching it anyways, like, strong, strong recommend. Yeah, man. I like that, um, one, one downside of this film, I say there's a couple, but one that really got me, one, is this film tricked me into watching The Fucking Gift. (laughs) What's The Gift about? The Gift is, is... Oh, I can't remember now, but it's just like Katie Holmes, Keanu Reeves plays a fucking racist redneck in it. I remember that. What the fuck? Yeah. But it's what like um, Rosenberg and uh, Guildstein are watching The Gift purely for the intention of like being able to see like a Katie Holmes topless. And it's, um, I don't know, it's not a good film. Hmm. Plus, like having a crush on Katie Holmes, like became like a bit weird after all of that, like Scientology. Punk group. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's free now. She's free. She's, she's living her life. She was dating Jamie Fox for a bit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The inclusion of like a uh, Rosenberg and Guild Guildstein is like interesting because one, obviously, like. It's a Shakespeare reference. Mm-hmm. They stick a Shakespeare reference in the movie that contains battleships. Yeah. And um, also, like, obviously, they're like a contrast because, like, they're like a couple, like, a Jewish people in their, like, a early 20s. And they are not like Harold and Kumar and this, well, they're stoners, but also they're, like, completely don't mind the whole stereotype thing see one of them smoking out of a shofar which i believe is like a traditional instrument for um jewish holidays and stuff Mm -hmm. yeah and their quest is basically to get the perfect burger without like any troubles in it but a lot of things happen in the movie yeah yeah they're going to like get get the burgers but also rosencrat sorry rosenberg 
and Gilstein yeah. are off to get like hot dogs. They're like having like their own like side movie that oh, we don't yeah. get to see. Yeah, yeah we'll see. They're the, they're the, we'll see in the same building and that. Yeah. And they said, come with us and that. And then they said, no, no, we're going White Castle. <laughs> yeah, they get like, they, they keep like intersecting like every now and then and it becomes like mm-hmm. a, a bit of a point. Yeah. The car breaks down at one one point as well. Like so much like stuff it. happens to the car. <laughs> like it gets stolen by Neil Patrick Harris. Oh yeah, from um, what's his um? He was in How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, this is before that. Like he's a child star. Okay. Yeah, called, he was in this thing called uh, Dougie Hauser, MD, and it's okay. about this kid who's like. Um, a super genius. So you mm-hmm. get they let this kid like work in a hospital, mm-hmm. and uh, so that's the way he's supposed to be. He's supposed to be like a uh, like a washed up child actor who's gone out the rails in the movie. It's a bit different yeah. from his real life. Mm-hmm. This is like um, 2004. This is actually before he came out the closet. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's kind of like. Um, yeah, but like this is the film that like made him like a celebrity again. Like, well, he's in apart from that, like Starship Troopers. Okay. He's in Starship Troopers a bit, but like, and his character in How I Met Your Mother is kind of like, kind of like his character in um, Harold and Kumar. Yeah. No, he he's a bit darker. You, you know when he first gets in that car and he's just mm-hmm. like, he's just sitting there like rolling. He's fucking gone. <laughs> yeah, and he's high as fuck. Yeah, you think he's got like a he gives a kind of weird serial killer vibe. Mm-hmm. I I don't think we're gonna be able to recall like uh, this movie from beginning to end. It yeah. goes all over the place. They like deal with like they need to get in a devil's threesome with a hillbilly. Oh yeah, that part. I was just thinking of that part. Freak show. <laughs> yeah, freak show, and he fixes um cars and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like um, he says, oh, how he can, uh, how they can um, sleep with his wife and that. <laughs> yeah. And then um, he comes in and he starts going mad and shit. Yeah. And then you, re- and then they say, oh, yeah, like, yeah, we, well, you said to, that we could sleep with your wife. I said, did I? Yeah. Christopher Maloney, Christopher Maloney, playing uh, from Pretty Law sure. and Order SVU. Plays a freak show. (laughs) Yeah, it's a that was a weird bit, but like uh, threesomes are difficult to negotiate at the best time. Mm -hmm. Indeed. Not that I know, but I assume was you. Yeah. There's a well. It was like this kind of like. (laughs) There's a part where they have to go to the uni. Yeah. Get some weed and that. Yeah, it's where they encounter their, his old um, class. Class, yeah. And they get some weeds and that. Well, one the of business them hippie. Yeah, business hippie. Business hippie causes them some trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> business hippies, you can't trust them. <laughs> and he was selling the weed for like, quite a lot of money. I don't use the phrase like business hippie as much, but like, well, is it from that dream sequence when they take out the, the cop and goes, bullets, my only weakness. How did you know? 
there's a bit where they get arrested as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it deals with like racial issues. It's going to be a lot yeah. of like harassment by police. And always like in a lot of stoner films, it's always like some cop who harasses them. Mm-hmm. That goes back to like uh, Cheech and Chong days. Yeah. So, um, what else did I want to cover in this? I should have put a timer. I didn't track how much time it's gone. Yeah, I don't know how long we've been going. <laughs> That's okay. Well, we can like, um, but what we're saying is, one, we like it. We There's do. another thing. Um, some like these movies, we're going off like this list of Wikipedia stoner films and there are some unusual choices there. Yeah. So before it goes into the Get Hyterion collection, we need to like determine that it is a stoner film. Yeah, we need to watch I it think. first and then review it. We'll see yeah. if it is a stoner film and then yeah. we'll review it. This, I think, is a bit obvious. Of course. If it is literally called Get the Munchies, it's a big old pot leaf on the cover. Yeah. And even like the like minor conventions, they're usually about like two guys. They're usually like anti-heroes. You know, it's that like uh, Harold and Kumar, they all got like their like negative traits. It's not like too much to actually completely like put you off them. But you know, mm-hmm. Kumar, Kumar, he's got like a classic comedy guy, like no real sense of personal space. No real sense of like pe- other people's conventions. You see him like uh, just saying revolting shit all the time, <laughs> causing trouble. He like moves on like quite a bit of the plot, just like going to have a way things take him. Harold, Harold what just low key. To get his work done. Yeah. And, that, and he's basically doing work for someone else. Yeah, that's the thing. Mm. You want to talk about like. Um, those two guys at the beginning because they try and do that little like fake out thing don't they they try and like do kind of like American Pie 2000 sex comedy style protagonists aren't they those two white guys at the beginning Uh, the ones that unload the work on Harold oh yeah yeah that's at the very start yeah and and they appear at the end as well but like they speed off to like a like cliched like pop punk Mm-hmm. Like Chick Magnet by MXPX, who are um, like I don't know, I don't want to be mean, but like uh, they're not one that they're like I don't know, C tier skate punk, <laughs> but it's like that was in every single like naughty's film, like mm-hmm. from the mid nineties up until like uh, I don't know, to whenever everyone started like listening to indie, yeah. Um, yeah, like, and then uh, what was the other bits that I remembered as well? Um, there's a lot of stuff going on in that film. You got like, you got the guys who end up getting nicked with a bag of weed that was theirs. <laughs> You're talking about the extreme, yeah, the that extreme was crew. Car, uh, car park. When they yeah, were, yeah. Assaulting a guy. It's not assaulting a guy. Harassing. Yeah, harassing a guy. Yeah. Yeah, they're like as close to like the uh, full-on like villains mm-hmm. of the thing. Like, you got the police. Well, it's just basically like just them getting harassed constantly. But yeah, of course. But yeah, like the the extreme crew. Mm-hmm. 
That was very, that's like, like I said, it's an extreme, like early 2000s film, and that's definitely it. <laughs> Just yeah. like the whole kayaking, driving around that stupid fucking, like, was it red orange Hummer? Yeah, which they, which gets stolen. <laughs> yeah. Lots of car theft, like. Also, um, one thing I did not, i like I said, I watched this. I think I watched this shortly after it came out on DVD. Okay. So, but I've like forgotten like a lot of it. I didn't realize there was a lot of blood in this. Yeah. A lot of overtype blood, like, like he gets like bitten by a raccoon and just like gushing yeah. <laughs> shit like Oh yeah, that. and I have to go to the hospital and I see um, Kumar's dad in that and then they do the operation and that. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Reynolds has oh, yeah, a cameo on that. Yeah. Well. And uh, it's like, yeah, it's, <laughs> we're getting a lot of dead air in this podcast. <laughs> I think we'll, I think we'll be able to work through it. Yeah, definitely. Maybe, maybe it comes off as more authentic. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, like, it was kind of strange. Like uh, this th- film came out after. Um, like the guy made Dude Where's My Car first and yeah. I liked we're definitely gonna cover that. Okay. Definitely gonna cover Dude Where's My Car. And it's um you know, it's it's a good movie and it's a very like um white suburban movie. Doesn't really deal with any like bigger issues. It's very surreal like this one. I think I've actually seen it, you know. Yeah. But I ain't seen it in ages. Mm. Um, I had a check in on it. Mm-hmm. And I think I like a lot of it holds up, but I'm going to discuss that when we, can, when we talk about Dude, Where's My Car? Oh, they even say Dude, Where's My Car? Where's My Car, Dude, in this. There's yeah. nothing to suggest like uh, in Dude, Where's My Car that the guy's next film is going to be like, you know what? I'm going to take on this whole race thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't think he's going to do that? And th- this movie, it does try and like, um, I think that's like, what like makes it like a puts a cut above like some of the other films that it does deal with like issues of racism. Yeah. It deals in a bit of a strange way. Yeah, it's you know it's still like a pre woke film. This like oh like you know calling everything gay and stuff, mm-hmm. and all those manner of jokes, and um, which is in all early two thousands mm-hmm. types of like comedies. And I was like watching like some some like serious like stuff in the era and they didn't handle those issues any better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. But it, it takes like, has like serious bits. It's got like um, that, um, a lot of the stuff in like the police station tries to like deal with Definitely more heavy with issues. The black guy and that. Uh, yeah, who is book? from Malcolm in the Middle. He's like, uh, I've not really seen Malcolm in the Middle. It never really interested me, but yeah, like um, yeah. the black guy is in the cell and that, and he's like talking to them and that. Giving them wisdom. Yeah, exactly. And then they escape. I'm going to bring up that guy's name. I forgot. But he's like, I'm, I like him a lot. It's uh, Whenever he's on screen, I'm always like uh, happy about it. He is Gary Anthony Williams. Okay. Yeah. And I know whenever he gets like a small cameo and stuff, and like uh, I'm always happy to see him. And he, 
he does that. He like gives people like uh, he gives the moral about like uh, trying to like I don't know if it's a moral for the ages, but like trying to like uh, just get through life dealing with racism, mm-hmm. trying yeah. to like not let it make you like dealing with hatred, not letting it make you a worse person. Mm-hmm. Let it try and like make you like a better person if at all possible. Uh, yes. mm-hmm. and stuff like that like uh, that helps but you know it's still it's still a stupid film yeah it is a stupid it's an film. extremely ridiculous film it's a very funny film yeah, and I would definitely yeah. recommend it to you lot so yeah I would say it is definitely I'm definitely putting Harold and Kumar first film one for one it's uh, going to be curated I forget because we're not going to distribute these like the uh actual collection we can't we've got no means of ever doing that but we will distribute a high honor to harold and kumar which is we will get the dvd we will loan it to our friend ricky ricky will not watch it and he will forget about it he will lose this copy and every day he's like ricky where is it, Ricky? And he'd be like, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. And like, Ricky, come on. It's been five months. And we're never going to see it again until he like moves to like Bristol or something. Mm-hmm. And it's still like, and somehow he's never opened it. And it's got a big fucking scratch in it. Fuck you, Ricky. Fuck mm-hmm. you. But that's what's happening. It goes into the collection. Yes. I think um, that's a good place to stop. Like, uh, Definitely, in man. Regard- how we can wrap things up. Mm-hmm. Uh, classic film, like go watch it. And um, I'm not sure if I can recommend going to White Castle. Like the outside of Beastie Boys songs, you don't really hear a lot about White Castle. So people are hyped about that. But okay. I've heard anything from it's delicious. I've heard it say it's just like a greasy wad of shit. Mm-hmm. Um. The end scene, when they finally get what they want, makes it look like the most delicious thing on earth. Mm-hmm. And that's what, it just makes, makes, this film makes the most mundane thing. Just going out, getting burgers makes it seem like the greatest thing on earth. In the morning. Yeah. It's like they're doing a marathon or something. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> just like pounding, like, I try to do that. I like, uh, I said, well, you know what? I fancy going to Krispy Kremes. And this was... In England, when I did this, I had to go all the way up right into central London. Nowadays, you get, this is old man Tommy here. There's a Krispy Kremes inside every single Tesco Express or whatever, inside every petrol station. Yeah. At the time, it just come. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go all the way up to London mm-hmm. and get myself a Krispy Kremes. And I... They saw them like in a big old box, and I ate too many, and I got a little sick. Yeah, but it was worth that's it. Good, yeah. And that's a metaphor for something. It's a metaphor for this, the American dream. That's what they say in Howl and Kumar. It's a metaphor for the American dream. I'm not American, but <laughs> American dream something to do with junk food. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, and, and the journey of the immigrant and all that. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we're going to like uh, put out a notice to say like what we're going to be reviewing next. We've not decided yet. Yeah. Um, you should uh, follow us on Twitter. 
Uh, my, my one is um, O Technology, that's O T E K N O L O G Y. And Tommy's one is. At Tommy is BS. So that's T O M M Y I S B S. I regret nothing in picking that. We are on Instagram. Yeah. At Get High Cheering Collection. Where we will update and that. We're going to be on SoundCloud. Yes. Which is the GHC pod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it would be GHC when I came up with it, but it's a cool coincidence. Mm-hmm. That is, sorry, T H E G H C P O D at gmail.com. And uh, you got anything you want to plug? Anything you're up to at the moment? Oh, same for the SoundCloud. That's also T H E G H C P O D. You got anything, got anything going on? I need to write that down, actually. Just send me it like, via Twitter, innit? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll message that to you later. Yeah. You got any of your own personal projects you want to plug? Not at the moment. I'm still working on music. Like, as on side, I'm mainly a musician, so yeah. I'm just working on a few projects and that need to get back onto things so i'm just taking my time with things but for now we'll be doing reviews of stoner films yeah and uh i'm a musician too we're not like uh we're not like professional film critics we're just a couple of uh doobie brothers who are movie lovers Mm -hmm. i'll figure out how to say that one day (laughs) i'll get a different sign off now i can't do tongue twisters but like yeah my band stanfield we're and Bandcamp. Well, I'm an ex-stoner, but I mm-hmm. have watched a few stoner films in my time, so yeah. Uh, so I'm not going to give up too much about like my, my lifestyle, but... Um... Oh, and the theme song. Was I... produced by JQ. So thanks to JQ for uh, giving us that. I think it's like a, got a good feel to it. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that's all. I think that's everything. Yeah, Hopefully we might get like a bit slicker as we go on, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. So, um, Tommy and Omar signing yeah. off. Signing off.